Hello, I'm Dapper Dan Gavazdan, and I own every issue of Amazing Spider-Man, including the annuals and issue 400, all of which definitely count. Well, I'm the mischievous Mark Giannacchio, and I own every issue of Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Fantasy 15, and the annuals, but they don't count. Well, welcome everybody to the 400th episode of the Amazing Spider-Talk, the show where two fans and collectors uncover the strange... Wait... Wait, hold on a minute. What did you say, Mark? Rewind that. I I said the same thing I say all the time, Dan. I own every issue of Amazing Spider-Man, including the annuals. Which count, unlike Aunt May's death in, in issue 400. But no, Mark, you said something else. Well, the annuals don't count unless you implant a bomb in their brain to say they count. I I, I don't understand where you're going with this, Dan. I I have considered it, Mark, but no, it was something else. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I own Amazing Fantasy 15, you know, this, this, this comic. Do you, have you heard of it? What? Have you heard of it? Do you know what I, this is? I have heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I own this now. Congratulations, Mark. Congratulations. <laughs> One, I say our, our feud is officially <laughs> over. There is no more official way <laughs> to put that boot down but uh congratulations mark do you want to tell everybody a little bit about this well you know i was looking at getting a second copy of planet of the symbiotes annual <laughs> just to relive one of our great arguments of all time but no i so you don't just like wake up one day and say i'm gonna own amazing fantasy number 15 but that's almost kind of what happened here i <laughs> was browsing had an opportunity. I saw the door was open in terms of condition and a price point that I wanted to make this thing for. Did a very major negotiation with my significant other to kind of justify why I just needed to go for this. And and I went for it. And, and it actually brings me back to you know, one of our listeners, Canadian Jason. We had a conversation last year at Terrificon and he said, you know, he had picked up his copy of Amazing Fantasy 15 sometime before. And he said, look, like when your moment comes, you'll know it and you just got to do it and you won't have any regrets, I promise. And I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, I'm never, it's, no, it's not going to happen for me. And, you know, so, you know, Jason, your your bagels and your bacon are terrible, but you were right about Amazing Fantasy fifteen. So, um, you know, so so yeah, I I own it now, and no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flaunt it over you in our intro going forward. But let's just say, if you come at me with some random like free comic book day issue, I I I will 
I will smack you with the slab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, as much as we joke, obviously, I knew about this already because Mark and I have been, you know, celebrating in whatever way we can. I'm sure there'll be many more conversations about this. You know, and and now I have to try to match that, which is not a, a, a dubious fate, because I haven't even like I, I was saying to Mark before the show, like the the real thing that like I think changed is you got to be looking for it. You know, like the minute you start looking, it's gonna happen. You're gonna find it, and you know, like hopefully it comes to you in a way that you know you can you know conceivably jump on it. You know, like. Worst comes to worst, these things always resell. Like, you know, it, it isn't really like cutting off a leg, you know, like, you know, it, it, it you can get what you spend on it back for the most part, you know. So, like, if you were to do that, now it's part of you, Mark. Now it's your, now it's actually a leg and you're not going to let go of it. But I haven't even started looking myself. And so in the, me- so in the meantime, I'm so thrilled for you because, like, it feels like a major life achievement. So, uh, and I know it means as much for you and few people can understand that. Well, there you go. But, but, but speaking of life achievements, Dan, we, we have the ultimate life achievement here. I mean, you know, we have a podcast of which we could put a tombstone on the cover for, right? I mean, what's, what's happening today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark, it, it, I mean, first of all, what an awesome way to celebrate uh, our podcast with that announcement. You heard me right at the top of the show and you heard Mark, right? He does own Amazing Fantasy 15. But I said something that got buried in the wake of that, which is this is the 400th episode of the Amazing Spider Talk. And boy, do we have a fun show for you guys today. But first, before the fun, we got to get our homework out of the way. Mark, tell our listeners how they can support our show. Yeah, if you want to swing along through Spidey's past, present, and future, you got to subscribe to Amazing Spider Talk on your favorite uh, podcast app and leave us a review to help spread the word about our great show. Right, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. This podcast, all 400 episodes of it exists because of the support of our Patreon members. If you want to receive early episodes, exclusive artwork, and keep our podcast going to 500, 600, 700, and Mark's eventual demise, the hands of promising he would do this show, <laughs> go to AmazingSpiderTalk.com and consider joining our Patreon. All right, now for the fun part. 400 episodes, 10 years, and a ton of friends made along the way. One such friend is our guest tonight. Many of you will remember my reckless interview with him all the way back in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. He's the Guinness Book of World Records holder for the world's largest collection of Spider-Man memorabilia. I hope I got that right. And a good friend of mine. And even better, he's offered to host a game show celebration pitting Mark and me against each other in our knowledge of Spider-Man and for ownership of his amazing Fantasy 15. Uh, And this show's history. It's Tristan Matthews. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to finally meet Mark. And congratulations. What a... What an amazing accomplishment to, to own Amazing Fantasy 15. What a, I'm so excited for you. I mean, it's no Guinness Book of World Records, but thank you very much. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, on that note, I do, you know, I, there are a lot of really amazing uh, collections out there and, and I, not your fans. You guys have the best fans ever. But uh, some folks on the Internet will, will make sure to tell me that uh, about all the other bigger collections. So I'm aware of them. I know. I just uh, it was fun to go for the record and it was just a bit of fun. And I'm, I'm happy to, to be here on the podcast 
through that. You don't have you don't have to safeguard it. We, your collection has the biggest heart, and and that's and that, and that's what matters to us. You know, so a lot of gifts, uh, a lot of gifts. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, Tristan, welcome to the back to the show. You know, we're going to be doing a bit of a fun competition here. Tell us a little bit more about like what listeners can expect and how this is going to play out. Because Mark and I honestly have no idea. Yeah, we've, we've been pretty good about keeping this from both of you. So that's great. Again, I'm Tristan. I'm the adjectiveless uh, Tristan Matthews, the spinoff host. I, again, appreciate you guys inviting me on for this competition. I hope it inspires questions and an intelligent conversation amongst two fans as we look at the Spider-Man trivia-verse in a big of a, a bit of a bigger picture. <laughs> um, so we're going to have six rounds. Uh, for the most part, these are going to be multiple choice questions with a few fill-in-the-blank and then a couple like listicle-type questions. When it is a multiple choice question, you both have dry erase boards, right? So you can write down your answers. Right here. Right, right on. Let, let, let this be a plug for the video version of this show. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and your beautiful faces. I mean, we wouldn't be able to see those. Or your copy Made of the Radio. Fantasy 15. <laughs> so with the multiple choice questions, I will give you the opportunity to answer the question without getting the multiple choice answers first. If you're able to answer the question without the multiple choices, you will get three points for the answer. If you need the multiple choice answers, you only get one point for a correct answer. So it sort of incentivizes the risk of just guessing uh, before I read out the, the other options. The, the other thing that I, since this is a, fe- a friendly game, uh, you're each welcome to challenge. If you think a question or an answer I give is wrong or unfair or misleading, uh, the, the caveat to that is your co-host will be the one who decides if your uh, challenge is upheld. So you sort of have to plead your case to the other one. Oh, boy. Um, uh, because, again, this is, my, this is my first time doing a trivia game, so uh, maybe I have some answers a little goofy. So, Well, good thing Mark and I always agree. Right. Exactly. Before we get started, I will show you. We do have this. Uh, it's, it's No Amazing Fantasy 15. I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't know you were getting that, so this now looks a little paltry in comparison. But we have a little Spider-Man medallion that Ooh. I will send to the, the winning host. I'll send a photo over to you, Dan, if you want to post that. And that's it. Are you guys ready to, to start up with round one, the warm-up round? I, I, I am terrified, but but ready. <laughs> my body is ready. Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay, perfect. Okay, here we go. Question number one. In what year did Spider-Man first appear? Mark, you should be right on top of that one. Yeah, I'm on it. Does anybody this need a multiple not choice? The, this is not the multiple choice, no? There is a multiple choice if you would like it, but then it'll be worth... One point. Would you like multiple choice or are you comfortable with your answer? I'm comfortable with my answer. I am, I am too comfortable with my answer. Okay. Dan, why don't you go first? What, uh, what did you guess? I guessed 1962. Mark, what was your guess? I too guessed 1962. Wonderful. We're off to a great start. You both have three points. <laughs> Question number two. In Amazing Spider-Man number one's B story, Spider-Man versus the Chameleon, how does the Chameleon initially reach out to Spidey? I will require multiple choice. <laughs> okay. I don't know the exact phrasing, but I'm going to make my guess. Wait, don't say it yet. I'm going to read the multiple choice. Okay, all right. Mark. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, Mark. Is it A, he took out an ad in the Daily Bugle? Mm-hmm. Is it B, he has a device that communicates with spiders who then lead Spider-Man to him? Is it C, he didn't reach out, Spidey just happened to swing by him? Or is it D, he broadcast a frequency that is picked up by Peter's spider sense? Uh, 
Okay. I I, okay. I, I, I have a guess. <laughs> Perfect. Mark, why don't you go for... I'm sorry, actually, Dan, why don't you go first since you're going to have different phrasing? Well, I originally called it spider radio, but it, it's D. He's broadcast on a signal of Peter's spider sense. Okay. And Mark, what is your guess? I put the Daily Bugle thing, so I, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I, <laughs> so we got three points to Dan. Oh, my God. 15 is coming into view for me. <laughs> we, got, we got a long game ahead of us, guys. Oh, Those my God. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Spider-Man graduate, I'm sorry, Peter Parker graduates from high school and Amazing Spider-Man number 28. Who gives the commencement address at his graduation? I know this one. Mark, looks like you're writing as well, so no multiple choice. Mark, why don't you go first? I said J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, Dan? And I said, I said JJJ. You are both right. Three points to both of you. Woo. Mark, I'm hoping this one helps you a little bit. I think, okay. I think you've got this next one. Okay. Uh, this, this one will be a little different with multiple choice, so forgive the wonkiness of it. But the main feature in Amazing Fantasy 15 is, of course, the Spider-Man origin. But there were three other stories in this issue. I need you to either write those th- the names of those three stories, or I'll read you multiple choice, and you can tell me which one is not in, in the issue. I'm going to need the multiple choice because I only know the name of one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and again, since this is friendly, even if you approximated the, the names of the stories, um, it doesn't have to be a, a one-to-one. I'll, I'll take the multiple choice. Dan okay. is, is going to whoop my butt. All right, here we go. <laughs> Dan, let me know when you're, when you're ready for me to start reading. I'm more. ready to go. Okay. Which of the following mark is not in Amazing Fantasy 15? Is it A, the bell ringer? Is it B, what happened in the wax museum? Is it C, man in the mummy case? Or is it D, there are Martians among us? Dan, do you want to read the three stories from Amazing Fantasy 15 that are not the Spider-Man origin? Yeah, so I only got one of the names accurately, but maybe you'll consider giving me some mercy here, okay? So the first one I said was the bell ringer. Then I said uh, Martian invasion. And the third one I said was the mummy's tomb. Got it. Mark, what did you put? I put B, the Wax Museum. Okay, Mark, you were correct for one point, and then this is where your co-host comes in, Dan. Mark, do you accept the paraphrasing of of the titles for Dan? I will allow it. (laughs) Question number five. In the Golden Age, the Daily Bugle first appeared in Marvel Mystery Comics number 18. When it returned to comics in the Silver Age, where did it first reappear? Would either of you like multiple choice? Yes. Um, do you need number or series? I was going to go with the number, but if you have the series and Dan accepts it, then you get the points. Dan, was it A, Tales of Suspense, number 39? Was it B, Amazing Fantasy 15? Is it C, Amazing Spider-Man, number one? Or is it D, Fantastic Four number two? Well, I wrote on my board Amazing Spider-Man number one, so I'm going to choose that. Mark? I wrote Fantastic Four on my board. It was Fantastic Four number two. So three points to Mark. All right. Catching up. Question number six. What is the first attempt at a spinoff series from The Amazing Spider-Man? 
first attempt. Do we need a multiple choice or are you both confident? I, I, I'm fairly confident. I'm fairly confident. Okay. Mark? I wrote Marvel Team Up. Dan? I wrote Spectacular Spider-Man Magazine. Oh! It was Spectacular Spider-Man Magazine. Three points mm. for Dan. I'm sorry, Mark. Oh! <laughs> ah! I forgot. Well, we have three more questions mm. for round one. You guys ready for number seven? In Spider-Man Reign... What is the security system that Mayor Waters announces will protect New York City from an outside threat? I require multiple choice. Dan, do you have your answer written down already? I do, yes. Okay. Is it A, the rain? Is it B, the web? Is it C, thwip? Or is it D, the shield? Uh, Dan, do you want to go first? It's the web. I wrote this. I wrote the shield. So there you go. <laughs> it, it was the web. Oh boy, Mark. I, I feel like it'll, it'll it'll get easier. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Question number eight. What is considered to be Spider-Man's first line-wide crossover event? Can you define li- li- a line-wide crossover event? Yes. So this would be a Spider-Man story that took place over different ongoing titles of Amazing Spider-Man with a masthead above it that sort of names it. I wrote something down, but I'm prepared to have to challenge. I wrote something down too. Do we want to do, Mark, do you want to do uh, multiple choice or do you feel like no, I'm, I'm, we I, can go straight for it? I want to I go for this. Okay, go ahead, Mark. I wrote the tablet saga. The stone tablet. Okay. Dan? And I wrote Maximum Carnage. Well, Maximum Carnage is the answer that I have uh, because it went over all all the different Spider-Man titles and it was the first time. I would say that the Stone Tablet saga is the first multi, it was like a 12-part storyline that like, you know, had multiple arcs within arcs. It was considered one of the first true Spider-Man events. I didn't, there was only one book at the time, so it couldn't cross over into others. But I feel like that's like, that's why I wanted to focus it in season two, Dan, as an episode that, you know, I kept saying to you, <laughs> and you were like, why do you want to talk about this? I'm like, it's the first Spider-Man event, Dan. And you were like, I, I guess like I pushed back that hard on it. <laughs> Look, I, I don't disagree with you that it is the first Spider-Man like uh, like long storyline event kind of thing of that nature. But per the rules of the question, it's the first time that like, a, a masthead on over the name like Maximum Carnage is the one uh, I, I'm happy to give you points, Mark, because I love that story. But I think fine, the rules of the question. Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Craven's Last Hunt would have been the one that for me would have been a bit of a slippery slope because it did cross over between the other titles. But Oh, actually, yeah, that's probably the better answer. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't <laughs> called Craven's Last Hunt on, uh, on the cover? I believe it was, but I, I, yeah. I can't. I We're can't, all I wrong. say that. We're all wrong. wrong. We're, We're all, all wrong. wrong. All right. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So this is the last question for round one. Number nine. And in, in Superior Spider-Man number one, 
Otto Pete is interrupted while visiting the grave of Otto Octavius when a report on a police scanner comes through that the Sinister Six is attacking Empire State University, or they're staging a robbery, rather. Who is not a member of this version of the Sinister Six? So you can either write this version of the Sinister Six out, or I can give you the multiple choice option. If you want a hint, I'd like it to is give the, it an attempt. It is the superior foes, if you want a hint. Okay, I got it. All right, Dan, I think Mark went first last time. So, Dan. Lady Beetle, if you want to call her Lady Beetle, Beetle, Big Wheel, Boomerang, Shocker, Overdrive, and Living Brain. I have Boomerang, Speed Demon, Beetle, Overdrive, Shocker. Mark is right. Big Wheel was not in that version of the Sinister Six. Yeah, Overdrive was driving Big Wheel. That's right. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. But if the multiple choice would have been big wheel was the was the guess. So that's 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 it. After nine rounds, let me see what the score is. Looks like it is thirteen mark and eighteen Dan. Okay, guys, here we are at the end of round one. We have uh, Dan at eighteen and Mark closely behind at thirteen. Since this is a centennial episode. I'm going to ask one question question about each of the Amazing Spider-Man centennial issues. And I'm also going to throw in Amazing Fantasy 1000 in honor of uh, Mark's new uh, addition to his collection. Oh, wow. Okay. These are multiple choice. In Amazing Spider-Man 100, Peter has a nightmare where he's forced to battle five of his fiercest foes. Which of these foes is not in the nightmare? Is it A, Mysterio, B, the Kingpin, C, the Vulture, D, the Green Goblin, or E, Doc Ock. Mark, what's your answer? I wrote A, Mysterio. I wrote A, Mysterio as well. It was Mysterio. You each get a point. All right. In your favorite centennial... Amazing Spider-Man 200, (laughs) it is revealed that Aunt May and Uncle Ben's home was once owned by a mobster during the Prohibition era. He had money hidden in the walls, which retcons the reason that the burglars stopped at their home that night. What is the name of the mobster? Is it A, Matches Malone? Is it B, Dutch Malone? Is it C, Butch Malone? Is it D, Duke Malone? Or is it E, Butcher Malone? Mark, what did you pick? I have B, Dutch Malone. I have B, Dutch Malone as well. Look at that. You both got a point. <laughs> Look at that. We, we like 200. <laughs> In Amazing Spider-Man 300, Peter and Mary Jane are forced to move out of their apartment after Venom's visit leaves MJ feeling unsafe. Where do they move? Is it A, back to Aunt May's, much to Nathan Lubinsky's dismay? Is it B, Bedford Towers? Is it C, Bedrock Estates? Is it D, Caesar's Palace? Or is it E, they move above the Osborne family in a Soho loft? All right, Dan, Mark went first last time. So what is your answer? I'm going to say B, the Towers. Okay, Mark? I... I wish I knew I was more sure of this. I wrote C, Bedrock Estate. It was unfortunately B, Bedford Towers. Unfortunate for Dan. (laughs) (laughs) In Amazing Spider-Man 400, 
What are Peter's last words to Aunt May before she passes away? Is it A, there's no place like home? Is it B, let go, fly, second to the right and straight on to morning? Is it C, curiouser and curiouser? Or is it D, this is your life and it's ending one minute at a time? Mark, what did you write? I wrote second to the right and straight on till morning. That works. We'll say three points for Mark, one point for Dan. And I said B. Okay, moving on to question five. An Amazing Spider-Man 500. Peter has to fight his way through time in order to stop Reed Richards from making a mistake against what villain? I don't need the multiple choice. I will, I will ask for the multiple choice. Again, what villain is Peter Parker trying to stop Reed Richards from making a mistake against? Is it A, Loki? Is it B, Doctor Doom? Is it C, Mephisto? Is it D, Dormammu? Or is it E, Annihilus? Dan, what did you guess? I wrote Dormammu. Mark? I have D, Dormammu. It is Dormammu. Classic uh, Spider-Man villain, as much as Kamala Khan is a classic Spider-Man ally. Long, long time, amazing Spider-Man stalwart, Dormammu. Yeah. <laughs> In Amazing Spider-Man 600, Aunt May marries Jay Jameson. Johnny Storm is a guest at the wedding. Who brought him as their date? I believe I know this one without... I will take multiple choice. <laughs> Who brought Johnny Storm as their date? Was it A, Mary Jane Watson? Was it B, Michelle Gonzalez? Was it C, Carly Cooper? Was it D, Nora Winters? Or is it E, Betty Brandt? I don't know this one, so I'm going to forfeit my points. I I don't remember this one well. I wrote Michelle B. Dan? Well, I know that you didn't have any of those, but what was your guess? I wrote Felicia Hardy down. Got it. It was C, Carly Cooper. Ooh. Bold move, Carly Cooper. All right. An Amazing Spider-Man 700, Otto now in Peter's body, tries to leave the country in a round-trip flight that will keep him in the air for 15 hours. Enough time for Doc Ock to die and the plan to be successful. Where was Peter planning to travel to and from before his EO got the best of him? Was it A, Belarus? Was it B, Bora Bora? Was it C, Berlin? Or was it D, Belgium? Dan, what did you guess? I, I wrote C. I think that's Berlin. I wrote D, Belgium. It was D, Belgium. Oh! So gets a point. Dark throw. Catch him back up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go get some beer. And, 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 and he's, he's going to Bruce to just let the whole thing wash over. There we go. All right, guys. We're in the home stretch. We're now on question eight for Amazing Spider-Man 800. In the issue, Normie Osborne justifies trying to kill Aunt May for what reason? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. I know this one, too. Other than the fact that he's the, gob- the goblin childy? Yes, other than that. Um, I, I wrote her cookies suck. <laughs> and I said, I said bad wheat cakes. Oh, damn it. Well, Mark, you were right. Uh, it was B because she uses raisins in her cookie recipe. 
Oh. Points to Mark. <laughs> oh, I, I, like he said, wheat cakes. I was like, oh, wheat cakes. Okay. <laughs> well, can we all admit it would be funnier if he said bad wheat cakes? Fair. <laughs> Get that note to Dan Slot. Yep. In addition to your other feedback. Okay, question number nine. We have no other feedback for Dan Slot. <laughs> I just listened to so many episodes. An amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 900, I think your second favorite, Centennial. Uh, Peter Parker again celebrates his birthday. In, a, in issue 500, he was gifted a visit with Uncle Ben from Doctor Strange. Who gave him a gift in this issue, and what was it? I feel like you guys are going to, you'll probably benefit from multiple choice for this one. Yeah, I'll take multiple choice here. I have an idea, but, but, I, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> okay. Was it A, Bobby Morris gave him a birthday smooch? Was it B, Anna Maria gave him a birthday smooch? Was it C, Felicia Hardy gave him a birthday smooch? Or was it D, Nora Winters gave him a birthday smooch? Can I tell you what I thought it was that's not the smooch? Yeah. I'm not going to allow it. I said it. The, living, the living brain give, gave him affirmation. But I also know who gave him the smooch. Mark, what did you guess? I I I, I don't have great memory. I wrote D Nora, and I, I said C Black Cat ah. or Felicia. It was it was Fel- it was the Black Cat. Okay. All right, guys. Final question for the round, and then we're out of the Centennials. Question number ten. We're going to stick with the birthday theme. An Amazing Fantasy one thousand in a story by Dan Slott and Jim Chung titled Spider-Man and His Sinister 60th. We see a future where Peter and Mary Jane are together in their 60s. What does Peter say that Mary Jane does for him every year on his birthday? Uh, Let's get the multiple choice. Was it A, she gives him a birthday smooch? Was it B, she eats his birthday cake because he's never on time for dinner? Is it C, she goes with him to leave flowers at the graves of Uncle Ben and Aunt May? Or is it D, they spend the night prank phone calling J. Jonah Jameson. I remember the story very clearly, but not this. Mark, what is your guess? I said the flowers C. I said the flowers C as well. It is not. He complains that she eats its birthday cake and he never gets a slice. Aww. All right, guys, we're through round two. Oh, my goodness. How you, how you feeling? <laughs> how you guys feeling? Dumb. I feel pretty good. <laughs> well, you're doing pretty good, Mark. We're, uh, Dan has 24 points and Mark, you're at 23. So despite feeling dumb, you're, you're right there. And uh, I think this next round is it's going to be probably the, the most complicated round. Two <laughs> we're sort of warm, warming you up for this one. We're going to do round three. It's villains A to Z. I've put together a list of 152 villains who were introduced in a Spider-Man comic. And I include Marvel Team Up as a Spider-Man comic. Oh, um, boy. We will, we will start with the letter A and alternate between hosts. You will each guess a villain whose name starts with that letter. And we're going to be guessing their costumed identity. We're only going to guess one version of the costumed identity. So if this were Captain America, uh, you could say Captain America Steve Rogers. And then the next person can't say Captain America Sam Wilson, etc. You'll get one point to name a villain. You will get one point if you name their secret identity. You will gain two points if you can guess their first appearance. And then I will give you two points per creator if you can name their creator. So if we're going by the Captain America, you know, you could say, uh, you know, Simon and Kirby 
and then you'd get four points for that. That's ambitious, Tristan. Uh, let's see how we do. Yeah, we could cut it if you guys want. We could just go straight to the next round. Uh, the, the other important part to distinguish is if there's another identity that a character does create, like with Captain America Steve Rogers, you could say Nomad Steve Rogers, and that would count. Are you guys ready? Probably not, but... <laughs> okay. Let's do so, it. Dan, you are in the lead, so I'm going to go ahead and let Mark go first. Uh. Mark, starting with the letter A. Can oh you name God. a Spider-Man villain? Aunt May. No. Um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do I get? <laughs> I'd say roughly 15 seconds. Okay, hold on. And we'll alternate back and forth until we run out of... If you can't think of one, you can pass to your co-host. Your co-host will then have a chance to sort of answer one last character on their end, and then we'll alternate who goes first with each letter. Alien Symbiote. Amazing Spider-Man 252. (laughs) 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 Or Secret Wars 8. Dan, would you you count that one? It is not on my list. (laughs) uh, I'm going to have to go with your list, Tristan. Oh, come on! (laughs) Pass. How about Armadillo? I don't have Armadillo on my list. It should have been there. Okay, Armadillo. Well, it's not on the list. You know, then then rules are rules. Terrible. Well, the ones left on the table that I have on my list are the answer. I have Armada. Mm. I have the arranger. And that's it. A is a tough one. We got some other tough ones coming up, too. Let's Let's put Armadillo down, even if I don't get points for it. I wrote it on the list for the next podcast. All right. Dan, Mark went first. Why don't you go first with B? Okay, what about, does the Beatle count? I know he wasn't introduced in Spider-Man comics. This is only characters that are introduced in a Spider-Man comic. Got it. So let's go with Big Wheel. Big Wheel is one of the answers. Do you know what their Okay, and, that, and that's Jackson, Jackson Wheel. That's right. Created by, I guess it was um, like uh, uh, Gil Kane. It was not Gil Kane. It was not, it was Ross Andrew. And it uh, was, I guess, Marv Wolfman. And you know what issue? 100 and I don't know. Okay, you did pretty good. You got six points that round. That guess. Mark? All right, we're doing, what, C now? No, we're going to stay on B until you can't think of any more. Oh, geez. Okay. I missed that. I'll say uh, Black Cat. Uh, Felicia Hardy, Marv Wolfman, and oh crap, I always forget the artist. One ninety four. What else do you need? That's it. Uh, you got six okay. points. Okay. Are we staying with B? We are, Dan. You're up next. Do um does does the Ultimate Universe count? It does not. Okay. Well, technically, she's in the regular universe now. Uh, does Bombshell count? I do not have bombshell on my list. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll go by the list. I'll go by the list. I know I'm probably forgetting like a major Spider-Man villain that starts with B that I'm not thinking of. I'm gonna pass. Burglar, right, Mark. Final chance if you can think of any. What's that? Burglar. Ah. The burglar is one. Uh, Lee and Dicko, Mason Fantasy Fifteen. What's his secret identity? Oh crap! I re- I forget his actual identity. Technically, it was never revealed, but you're going to go ahead and get seven points for that one, Mark. 
the it, Dennis Carradine is one of the aliases that people say is his secret identity, but uh, I don't believe that's ever actually been confirmed. We have the his daughter when Ben Riley is Spider Man and her last name is Carradine, but who knows if that was actually what it was. Uh, I think the the bigger villains that we missed on this were the Big Man and Black Tarantula, but mm. not too many. And then Boomerang was not introduced in a Spider-Man comic. So, all right, Mark, you're back up first for C. I'll start with Carrion. Okay. Uh, Miles Warren's clone, the <laughs> uh, generating clone um, as the identity. Bill Mantlo and Al Milgram as uh, the creators. Spectacular 23? No. Oh, you were so close. I was really rooting for you on that one. Spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man 25. Oh. But, you got, but you got six points, so right. you're, you know, you're, you're cruising in this round. Dan, a villain that starts with C. Carnage. Carnage, uh, yeah. Cletus Cassidy, Mark Bagley, and David Michelini. Issue 350, I believe. That's probably wrong. It was Amazing Spider-Man 361. But you get six points as well. I'll take it. Mark, can you think of any other Cs? I have Cardiac. Cardiac, yep. Michelini Bagley. Oh, I forget his real name, too. Doctor something or other. <laughs> um, and is it like three... 351 or so I, I don't know that I forget the I, I forget the origin issue. Okay. I have Michelini and Eric Larson as the creators. Oh, not Bagley. And uh, it's Elias Wortham. The way I always remember that is Dr. Wortham from the seduction of the innocent. And that's a different spelling. And it was uh, I would have taken Amazing Spider-Man 342, which was the first appearance of Wortham and 343, which is the first appearance of Cardiac. But you still get three points. There we go. I'll take it. I need it. Dan, C. Chameleon? Mm. Amazing Spider-Man 1, Lee Dicko. Oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? He is the cousin of Alexei Sienkiewicz. His name is... You know, it doesn't matter because he's a chameleon. So don't write, so don't, so don't write in letters to me, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, you get seven points. And I'm going to butcher saying this, but Dimitri Anatoly... Nikolovich Smirnyakov. Nailed it. Yeah, thank you. And you think I'm bad with names. Mark, you're back up. Mark, you are also in the lead currently, so... uh, Uh Uh-oh. Not to put any pressure on you. I know. But Amazing Amazing Fantasy is still on the table. All right, give me me 13 seconds here to think. (laughs) I'm out. What do you got, Dan? Um, I actually do not have something on the top of my mind, so I'm going to pass. Okay. Then we are good to move on. I would just say a couple of them that were left on the table uh, would have been Calypso, mm. Chance, Chasm, <laughs> Clash, Crime Master, and Cyclone. We are at D for Danimal. You get to go first. Oh, I wish Danimal was was one of them. It sounds like a Spider-Man villain. Let's there are not here. a lot of options D. on this one, so this one's pretty tough. Yeah, I, nothing is coming to mind right now. I'm like, I'm like Dinosaur Man. Like, <laughs> can that count? No, I I don't. Honestly, I don't have anything for D. I have one uh, doppelganger, but that's all I got for him. Doppelganger unfortunately appeared in Infinity War number one, not in the oh, Spider-Man title. Oh, darn. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay, so no. Wait, no wait, I got one. I got one. I got one. Or okay, go ahead. A demogoblin. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. You get it. You get a chance first. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, you guessed. I, 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 I won't take it. I thought I was out of the game. So give it to Mark, Demogoblin. Mark? Demogoblin. <laughs> um, that's uh, Massendale. Jason Massendale. When did he convert? That's all I got. <laughs> Saviak. Alex Saviak. Alex Saviak was the artist on it. <laughs> all right. You got four points. It was Spectacular Spider-Man number 147. And are we done with D's then? I'm done. Dan, anything? <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Well, you could have thought of uh, the forgettable character Delilah, or you could have thought of Digger, or uh, oh. Dr. Octopus. Dr. Oh. Octopus. Oh. Come on, guys. <laughs> You're killing me with that one. Okay. Oh, no. We, we are now to one of the more difficult letters. We are E. Mark, you get to go first. Full disclosure, I only have two answers. Electro, Lee Kirby, Amazing Spider-Man uh, 9, Max Dillon. Okay, that's a perfect uh, score for you. You get eight points. Dan, can you guess the second E villain? There's no way in hell. <laughs> uh, Elephant Man? I, do, I don't know. Mark, any guess? You guys are going to be sore with yourselves on this one. Yeah, I'm out. The Emissary. Uh, uh, sore at us or okay. sore at <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right we're not gonna get into that either all right how are you guys feeling after five letters feeling good let's keep going this, this <laughs> is mark's game i am very bad at trivia recall that, that that like pulling stuff out of my brain no way well you get three rounds after this to catch back up dan let's go with f guys dan you're first F. What villain starts with F? Oh my goodness. I'm so bad at this. F. I'm sure there's like a huge one or many huge ones. This was Mark. When I was talking to Dan on the phone the other day, this was one of the rounds that I said, if you guys, if this was tedious and you did not, if you're not enjoying this, we could cut this one. But I'm enjoying it. Mark is definitely <laughs> enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I'm like furiously writing down every villain that I can think of. I don't have an F. I'm sorry. Okay. Mark? Uh, Frogman? I do not have Frogman on my list. Oh. He was introduced in Marvel Team Up, though, wasn't he? James Dimitrius? I think you're right. Yeah, let's go ahead and count that one. All right. <laughs> it's not on the list. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Sorry. In Dan's defense, he, he, fine. he didn't. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. All right. Fine. Fine. I don't have an F then. Dan? I, I still don't. I still don't. Okay. We could have said facade. That would have been a stretch. Fancy Dan, the finisher, the foreigner, freak, <laughs> and fusion. Oh, David. freak was right there. Foreigner was right. I was, feels like the first time, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I, for some reason, I thought you were going to get the fusion one. Back to me? Mark, back to you with G. Green Goblin. <laughs> okay. Dick Owen Lee. Norman Osborn. I'm sorry, he's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dick Owen Lee. Amazing Spider-Man 14. Norman Osborn. All right. That's, a great, that's a, another perfect one. <laughs> Seven points. Dan? 
Okay, I'm going with Grey Goblin. Grey Goblin, yep. That's Gabriel Stacy, created by JMS and Mike Diodato. And first appearance, oh my God, what is the first issue of Since Past? 500 and, let's say he appears for the first time in 501. 509. Uh. He still gets six points. Okay, I'll take it. All right, Mark G. I have Gog. Gog, yep. Uh, that is Amazing Spider-Man 103. That's right. Roy Thomas and Gil Kane. He doesn't really have it. He doesn't, so that's seven points for you. Back to you, Dan. We've got G. Roughly ten more seconds. Is um, is the Gray Gargoyle, was that a Spider-Man villain? I don't have the Gray Gargoyle. I thought that was an Iron Man villain. but I think he is, too. I'm just Maybe he showed up in a Marvel team-up. No, I'm sorry. I don't have one, so I'm going to... Uh, oh, wait. Uh, Goblin Queen. No, that's a X-Men villain. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. You're right. Yeah, you confused me with one of the words. <laughs> not uh, queen. Uh, the Goblin uh, Queen is not one. But there is the Goblin King and the Goblin Prince. Let's go with Goblin Prince. Okay. And that is uh, Ben, or not Ben Yurick. It's uh, Phil Yurick. He was created by Dan Slott. And I want to say Humberto Ramos. He first appeared in... I don't know. Sorry, Tristan. I, I don't have any more. Okay, Mark. Last chance for points with G. I also do not have any more. Okay. Before we move on, you could have guessed Gibbon or Goblin Child or Grizzly or Grim Hunter. Every I even time. just said right. Goblin Child. Yeah. Gibbon. Ah, man. All right, Dan. Let's go with H. Well, you know I'm going to have to take Hobgoblin. Uh, Roderick Kingsley. Or is he? Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, or is he? Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. And it's Amazing Spider-Man 238. That's right. That's eight points. Mark? I know names, but not villain names. Like, I know, like, their, I, their aliases. Uh, I'll have to pass. Dan, you got anyone else? Hypno Hustler. Mm. Yep. Created by. Oh, man. Who was that created by? What's his face? Marvel team up writer and spectacular Spider Man writer extraordinaire who we kind of make fun of on the show. It's in, well, it's, it's in an issue of uh, Spectacular Spider Man. I want to say like 52 or something like that. Uh, it's lower than that, Mark. Is it 50? And yeah, it's earlier. It's fine. I'm not going to... Mark is gesturing downward. The His secret identity, boy, I, do, I don't know. Okay. It is Anton Delsoin. He first appears in Spectacular Spider-Man number 24, and it's Bill Mantlo and Frank Springer are the creators. So that is one point for you, Dan. Left on the table, Mark, were Hallow's Eve, Hammerhead, mm. hunt, um, Headsman, Hippo, The Human Fly, and Hydro Man. Ugh. Terrible. I'm doing terribly. 
I had a bunch of H's ready to go. That was my time to I'm clean so up, I'm so sorry, Mark. Dan. It's okay. Okay, Mark, I. There are only two I's that I could think of, so let's see what you guys come up with. Well, I have Iguana from... Iguana uh, is one of the two. Spectacular 38. It's another Milgram and Matlow one, I believe. I don't know. I forget his identity, though. As far as I can tell, he doesn't have an identity. Okay. Uh, it was Spectacular Spider-Man number 32. Ah! And it's it's Mantlo and Mooney. But you uh, still get three points. Okay. I'll take it. Mark, there's only one other eye I could find and a handshake if you can guess it. You got it, Dan? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. The Incandescent Man. Sorry, I was, I was really stretching on that <laughs> one. Guys. Okay, let's move on to Jay. Dan, you're up first. Um, the Jackal. Mm. That's one. Um, obviously created by Jerry Conway and I believe Ross Andrew. He first appeared in, I want to say, Amazing Spider-Man like 107. And his secret identity is Professor Miles Warren. Okay. I have his first appearance as being Amazing Spider-Man 129. That's probably right. That is correct. But you still get six points. Mark, you got any J's? Why is this so why is nothing coming to me? I'll give you a hint. You've you've uh, the another alias of this character has already been guessed in this game. Oh, come on, Tristan. <laughs> I gotta help you guys. There's a lot of dead air too. <laughs> I, I just wrote that one down. You can have it. I'm I'm drawing blanks right now. I'm doing terribly right now. Jack-o'-lantern. Oh, that is right, right. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is not, I'm sorry. He first appeared in Machine Man, so that does not count. No! Oh. <laughs> Sucker! <laughs> All right, let's move on to K. Uh, you baited me there. <laughs> I know, that's, that's my fault. I'm so sorry. Mark, you get to go first. K. Uh, kangaroo. Ramita Lee. 82? And I forget his real alias. It was Amazing Spider-Man 81. Ah. Real name is Frank Oliver. Dan. The Kingpin. Mm. Wilson Fisk. It is a Lee Ramita Sr. creation. Amazing Spider-Man 52. Is that all you're asking for? You Well, you got his... So, it was Amazing Spider-Man 50. Hmm. Mm. For six points. 52, he's on the cover, though. That That's where I, I guess I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes. I'm drawing blanks. Back to you, Dan. Okay, Dan. Last chance. Kane. Created by... Well, his secret identity is Peter Parker. I, I, I don't know what... <laughs> uh, what I would what say Kane would Parker, but... Yeah, fine. Kane Parker. Created by, I want to say... JMD and, and, and Bagley? I, I, I don't know for sure. Kavanaugh. And I, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know his first appearance. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll give you two points. It's Web of Spider-Man 119. And Mark, you're right. It's Terry Kavanaugh and Stephen Butler. You guys left uh, Kindred. <laughs> and Craven the Hunter on the table. <laughs> Moving on to L. And uh, Dan, you are up. And I have six answers written on here. I feel like there's like a lucky something 
on there that I'm fixating on. I'll, I guess I'll pass. Okay, Mark. Lizard. Amazing Spider-Man oh, 6. Oh, God. Dicko Lee. Kurt Connors. Perfect. That's eight points for Dan. So we left uh, the Lady Octopus, Lightmaster, Living Brain, the Lobo Brothers, and the Looter. Man, so many good ones. Ugh. Pulling right, stuff Mark, out of you... the brain when, when tested is hard. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't disagree. Mark, you're up with M. Mysterio. Dicko Lee. ASM 13. Quentin Beck. Eight points for Mark. Dan? M. Uh, Moreland. Hmm. Name, Morlin. He's an inheritor, I guess. He was created by uh, JMS and JRJR. Amazing Spider-Man Volume 2, Number 30 is his first appearance. And I think that's it, right? That's it. Eight points. Ha-ha! <laughs> Mr. Negative. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 545. Slot and um, McNiven. Oh, God, I forget his alter ego. Uh, Martin Lee. Martin Lee. Uh. Seven points. Dan M. Massacre. Mm. Massacre is there. I think it's like Amazing Spider-Man 670. Dan Slot and Marcos Martin. I don't know his secret identity. His first appearance was Amazing Spider-Man 655, and his secret mm. identity is Marcus Lyman. But you get five points. Mark, M. Menace. Lily Hollister. I'm going to say Dan Slott. I, don't, I forget who created Menace. Nor, and I don't remember the or, uh, debut issue. Okay. Uh, for the debut issue, I would have taken Amazing Spider-Man 455, which was Lily Hollister's first appearance, or four, I'm sorry, 549, which was Menace. And the creators are listed as JMS, uh, Joe Casada, Mark Guggenheim, and Salvador La Rocha. But you get two points for that one. Dan, do you have any other M's? What about Mysterion? I do not have that on my list. Okay, it's on the list. Remind me who Let's Mysterion is. A Mysterion is a character that like ripped off Mysterio's gear, I believe, and posed themselves as like a different Mysterio. <sighs> And I believe we got a reappearance of that character in the Joe Kelly story just a few months ago, or at least someone in that costume. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's Mysterion. It's like a ripoff Mysterio. Uh, I guess I'll pass. Okay. Mark last M if you can name it. Mirage. Mirage, yep. ASM 150. Ah. One, no. Len Wein and Ross Andrew don't know the alter ego. Amazing Spider-Man 156 would be the first ah, appearance. Got it. And the alter ego is Desmond Karn or Charn. Charne. C-H-A-R-N-E. Got it. But that'll be good for five points. And we'll move on from M. I don't have anything for N. So unless anybody has anything to go off of, then I'm going to keep going. To O, which I only have two of. Is there an orangutan villain? 
like I'm thinking of like Jonathan on, but that but that's not helpful here. I don't have an O. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have an O either. What do you got? I would say Ox or Overdrive. Overdrive. Oh, both are two good ones. Okay, let's move on to P. Uh, Punisher. ASM okay. 129. Conway Andrew, although technically Ramita designed him. I can give you. I'll give you points for all three of those. Okay, Frank Castle. Great. Well, that will be ten points. Yeah. Dan. <laughs> this game is over, Tristan. I'm gonna have to do a sweep to keep come back from this. Puma. Yeah. Thomas Fireheart, DeFalco Friends, and let's say D four. So close. Two fifty six. That's still good for six mm. points. Mark any other P's. I do not have any other P's. Okay. Dan? I don't have any off the top of my head either. Okay. There weren't really too many left, but you could have said the Prowler, Proto Goblin, Paper Doll, or Panda Mania. Speaking of P, anybody wants to sign up for your Patreon account, uh, <laughs> you guys can get some pretty cool stuff. We'll discuss some of it later on, but that's where I got this amazing pin, the uh, Mary Marvel. I belong to the Friendly Neighborhood Spider Talk. Members Club. So can't recommend it any higher. Uh, let's go to Q. I only have one for Q. And Dan, it is your guess first. I have no idea. Is there a villain named Quill? Oh, no. Uh, uh, sorry, the, the Queen. And I don't know her, her identity. She first appeared in Spectacular Spider-Man. I have no idea the number. And she is a creation. I know Ramos did the cover, I believe, but I don't know who created her. So just queen. I don't have her listed as the queen. I have her listed as something else. Okay. Uh, That's a letter later on, so I don't want to say it. Okay. Then no points. May God have mercy on my soul. Queen Goblin. That's right. Uh, <laughs> right there. Ashley Kafka, ASM Volume 582. I'm running out of create. Yeah, that's all I got for it. Amazing Spider Man 88. But you 88. get two points for that one, Mark. All right, I'll take them. Okay. Mark, we are on to R. We got Rhino, ASM 41, uh, Ramita Lee. Alexis, oh boy, Russian off name. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I, I can't say I'm going to go ahead and give you points because I can't say it either. <laughs> so we'll say that is eight points. Dan R. Uh, Rocket Racer. I don't know his secret identity. I know he was created. I feel like he was created by. Uh, he's not a Marv Wolfman guy. He is a. Uh, I, I think he was created by Andrew. And let's say Jerry Conway. I don't think that's right. And I don't know when he first appeared. Okay. It would have been Len Wein and Ross Andrew. That's it. Amazing Spider-Man 172. And his real name is Robert Farrell. But you get three points. Mark, do you have any other R's? I do not. Okay, Dan. Last chance for an R. I have two. um, So if the first one doesn't count, I'll go with the other one. Red Goblin. That does count. 
Uh, well, that's Norman Osborne, I, I guess, created by Dan Slott and Stuart Eminen. Although I guess the design is from Ed McGinnis, technically, I think. And it, he first appears in Amazing Spider-Man 775? I don't know. Okay, so I'm not familiar with, with McGinnis being credited with the design. So, Mark, do you count that for two points for Dan? Yeah, I'll count it. Okay. It was Amazing Spider-Man 798. Oh, really? Was that down, close Dan. to 800? Mm, okay. Yeah. So you uh, you did pretty good. We left uh, the Red Vulture, Regent, Ringer, Robot Master, and the Rose were other characters that we could have guessed. Okay, let's go on to S. Dan, you were first. I'm going to go with The Spot. Jonathan Owen, Amazing Spider-Man, or no, Spectacular Spider-Man 96, I think. Created by, I want to say, Bill Mantlo, but I don't know the artist on, on, on that issue. Mantlo is correct. You get four points. It was Spectacular Spider-Man number 98. Oh. Mark, S. Sandman, Amazing Spider-Man number four. Lee and Dicko, Flint Marco. And that is good for eight points. Dan S. Uh, Scorpion, Dicko Lee, Amazing Spider-Man 20. And his uh, secret identity is... And it's slipping my brain right now. I want to say it's Mark something, but I can't think of it right now. Well, that's good for seven points. You were thinking of Mac Gargan. Mac it's Gargan. Secret identity. Between Mac and Max Dillon and all of that, they're all mixed up there. Uh, Stegron the Dinosaur Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Len Wein, Ross Andrew, ASM-168? I forget his origin, his alter ego. I have Len Wein and Gil Kane. Ah. I have Marvel team up number 19. Oh, that's right. Is Vincent Stegron. So you get three points. That's right. The Sin Eater. Rich Buckler, Peter David. First appeared in Spectacular Spider-Man. We just talked about it, but I can't remember the number. And his secret identity is he is a police captain by the name of, I'm forgetting his name now. We literally just talked about it on the show, but fair enough. Stanley Carter. Mm, that's Spectacular it. Spider-Man 107. But good for five points, Dan, you're catching up. Mark, six. Silver, I'm Silvermane. Sorry. Silvermane. Uh, Silvermane, Ramita, yeah. Ramita and Lee. Antonio Silvermane, ASM 78. It was the, 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 the magic tablet saga. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Coming back to haunt us. <laughs> I, I have Stan Lee and John Buscema as the creators. Oh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 73. And I have his name as Silvio Manfredi. Damn it. Well, whatever. I got my points. Still good for three points. You're still ahead of Dan, so... Dan, any R's? S's. Uh, wait, are we on R's or S's? So sorry. Yes. No, no, you're right. S. Yeah. I'm going to say The Spider Slayer. Amazing Spider-Man 25. You could say Spencer or Alistair Smythe. Uh, it's Lee Dicko, obviously. Yeah. I think that's everything. <laughs> Good for eight points. Mark, S. 
Are we counting the symbiote now as just the symbiote? I do not have the symbiote on here, but I I will allow it. I, I we counted it as an independent thing. I know the list, but I'm going to give it to Mark. Thank you, sir. Two ASM two fifty two or Marvel Secret Wars eight. Um, depending on, I, I I'm going to go with Secret Wars eight as the first appearance of the symbiote. So creation by Zach and Jim Shooter and Roger Stern. We'll just say Zach and Shooter. Don't give me points for Stern. And no alter ego. That's seven points. Dan, any more S's? Uh, I'm going to say slide. I have no idea any of the other information about slide, except that I love him in my heart. Okay. (laughs) Slide first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man 272, DeFalco and Sal Buscema. And his real name is, boy, there's all these names that you don't say out loud. You just read in your head. But Jalom Beecher. Got it. All right, Mark. Any more S's? Sticks and Stone. Michelini and McFarlane. ASM 304. That's all I got. Amazing Spider-Man 309. And it's <laughs> Jacob Eishorn and Gerard, Gerald, I'm sorry, Gerald Stone. And that is good for five points. I'm going to say Silver Sable. I don't know if she counts as a villain. I don't count her as a villain. I uh, Alex brought her up, but I, I don't count Silver Sable as a villain. But I'll okay. get to Mark. I will okay. allow it. Yes. All right. Silver Sable, DeFalco Friends, Silver Sable Nova, or something like that is her name. And her first appearance, 260. I, I, I don't know. Well, now I'm not going to give it to you. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> 265, Dan. You know I'm not good with these numbers. I know you're not. It's also been a long time since I've collected Amazing Spider-Man, so like the numbers quickly erase in your brain because you're not hunting them down. There you go. Still good for six points. Mark, any more S's? Spider-Side. God, another demented clone of Peter Parker. Maximum clonage alpha. That's all I got for Spider-Side. Okay, well, it would be Spectacular (laughs) Spider-Man 222, and it would be DeFalco and Buscema, so that's good for two points. Dan, S. Can I do another Spider Slayer except Alistair Smythe? You cannot. Okay. What about this? If, if you're not going to give me for Queen, maybe it's Spider Queen. It is Spider Queen. Okay. I don't. I don't know her identity. I do know that she was at the tail end of Spectacular Spider Man. I think it was Humberto Ramos that did the covers, but I don't know if he did the interior. Yeah, that's all I know about her. Okay, I have Paul Jenkins and Michael Ryan as the creators. Spectacular Spider-Man number 15. And Adriana Soria. But you get one point for Spider-Queen. Mark, any other S's? Is Shriek Shriek in Spider-Man? Yes, she is. All right. That's all I got for Shriek. (laughs) Okay, Francis Luis Barrison. uh, Spider-Man Unlimited number one. And Ron Lim, Mark Bagley, Mike W. Barr, Tom DeFalco... Jerry Bingham and Terry Kavanaugh would have all been accepted as creators. Uh, get one think, point for that. Think of all those points. You could have thrown a dartboard. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure this is her name, but Scorpia. Yep. I know nothing about her except that she's in the syndicate, and I don't know where she originated. 
Okay, well, she originated in Spider-Man Power of Terror number two, created by Greg Wright and Derek Robertson, and her real name is Elaine Cole. So one point for Dan. All right. I have another one I left on, big one I left on the table here. Who's that? Shocker. Ooh. Shocker, yep. Oh, Lee, dad, uh, Lee and Ramita, Amazing Spider-Man 46, um, Herman Schultz. Perfect round. That's eight points for you. <laughs> okay, another S villain. I'm going to pass. I'm out. Dan, I can't express how disappointed I am that you did not pick Swarm. Oh, he's right in that's, front of me. That's champions. That doesn't count. I would say that would. Oh, count. you're right. No, you're right. Thank you. He's right here in front of me too. It, I do have it on my list. I just didn't grade out on, unfortunately. But we also had uh, the Schemer, Scorcher, mm. Screwball, Shathra, uh, Sinister Adaptoid, mm. and Squid, Stunner, and that's it. We are so close. And then we're back to the multiple choice, <laughs> and it should move pretty fast after this. Let's go to M. Mark, you are up. Uh, T, you mean? Like T. T, yeah. <laughs> I have an M written next to it so that I remember that you go first. Uh, okay. Uh, T, Tombstone, Lonnie Lincoln, Web of 36, Conway Saviuk. That's great. That's eight points. Dan? The Tinkerer, Amazing Spider-Man number two, if you, if you count that. I mean, I guess you actually, yeah, that would be the first appearance of Mysterio, the Tinkerer. What is the Tinkerer's name? I know his name. And all of his various grandkids that have shown up over the years. That's Stan Lee and Steve Dicko. I can't remember his name right now. Phineas Mason. There you go. That's good for seven points. Mark, we're we're scraping the bottom bottom of the barrel here with T's, but do you have any? I'm out on T. I'm out on T as well. We have the Tarantula, Thousand, Traveler, the Tri-Sentinel, and then everybody's favorite, Typeface. Okay, Dan, we're on to V. Are there There's no, no use? use? There's just V. I don't have any use. Okay. Okay. I don't either, so I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, but I'm not sure I have any Vs either. I'm sure there's something staring me in the face, but I can't think of it. Skip on V. Mark? Venom. Amazing Spider-Man. I'm going to say 299 as the first appearance because you get him in the full body there. I'm sorry. I'm not buying this 300 nonsense. Michelinie McFarlane, Eddie Brock. What else do you need? I think that's enough. <laughs> Venom is looking. I, he's literally staring me in the face. I have a Venom looking at me right now. You, you could have also said Vermin or Vulture. The last one I have is W. I don't have any other letters. So if we want to close out W... We, we can move on to more multiple choice. I just want to. I just want to be clear that I'm so dumb that I have Venom written on my board in front of me and I didn't say it. <laughs> and the only thing written on it as well. <laughs> yeah, it is the only thing written on it. Look, this was a lot more grueling than it was in my head when I wrote this part of the trivia. So thank you for bearing with it. This is the uh, best part of the game so far for me. I mean, yeah, you really pulled ahead in this one. Yeah. Okay, let's go with W. I'm guessing that's on Mark. Is it me? It is yeah. you. Yes. Uh, White Rabbit, Marvel, Team Up, 140, Jam Demetrius, and oh, was that Herb Trimpey? I don't know her alias. 
Okay. I have uh, James DiMatteis, Carrie Gamble, and Mike Esposito as the creators, so you get two points for DiMatteis. Marvel Team Up 131, and her name is Lorena Dodson. But three points for White Rabbit. Dan, any W's? Uh, Willow the Wisp. Mm. That's Jerry Conway and I think Ross Andrew. I don't know his secret identity if he has one. Other than like guy that fell into experiment and now torment Spider-Man. And I want to say like amazing Spider-Man 111. Okay. I have Len Wein and Ross Andrew as the creator. So I give oh, two yeah, points you're for right. Ross Andrew. Amazing Spider-Man 167. Real name Jackson Arvad. Mark, do you have any other W's? I am out on W. Dan, any last W's? Get some last points before we move on to the next round. Um, I have Yep. Yep. No secret identity. Zeb Wells and Chris Boccolo. And that's what? Amazing Spider-Man 554, 55? Ah, you were so close. 556. Good way to, I'll take to end that. Yeah. So that's it for the supervillains from A to Z. If you guys ever have me back, we will not do that again. Thank you for bearing with me. Uh, unless Mark has something to say about it, I guess. I mean, yeah. this was Mark, scintillating you have TV. Ahead. It is now Mark at 183 and Dan at 151. Stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Game over. Who invited okay. Swarm in here? We have three rounds left, and I promise all three of these will go much quicker than okay. the, uh, the previous three. So are you guys ready to go right into round four? Let's do it. No other place to be. Round four. In Amazing Spider-Man 50, Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man no more. In the story, his costume is discovered in a trash can by a kid who then brings it to J. Jonah Jameson. What did Jameson reward this kid with for bringing him the costume? Would you like multiple choice? I, I will have to take multiple choice on this. Okay, Dan, looks like you're uh, writing something I, I down. I think I know it, but, but let's do multiple choice. Is it A, a subscription to the Daily Bugle? Is it B, an issue of the Daily Bugle? Is it C, there was no reward, but there was yelling and the kid left empty handed. Or was it D? He gave the kid advice on the merits of hard work. And that advice was worth more than any amount of money. What did Jonah uh, uh, reward the kid with for bringing him Spider-Man's costume in Amazing 50? Do you need this again, Mark? No, I got it. I need like a little light up thing, like light in. <laughs> I didn't know if you were staring into the void of uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Okay, Mark, what did you choose? I wrote D, hard work, you know, worth more than its weight in gold. Dan? Before you even gave the multiple choice, I wrote a subscription to the Daily Bugle. It's probably wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. You are both wrong. It was an issue of the Daily Bugle that he was uh... told he could grab on his way out. During Denny O'Neill's run on Amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker left the Daily Bugle to go work for a competing newspaper. What is the name of this newspaper? Also, I have, I have multiple choice for that answer, but you get a bonus if you can name who the editor-in-chief is of the rival newspaper. I need the multiple choice just to verify. Yeah, me too. Is it A, the Daily Planet? Is it B, the Daily Herald? Is it C, the Daily Globe, 
or is it D, the New York Bulletin? Dan, what did you guess? I said C, the Globe. And do you have an editor-in-chief? Uh, I do not. Mark? I also have the Globe, but no editor-in-chief. Okay, you're both right. It was the Daily Globe that's good for one point, and the editor-in-chief name is Barney Bushkin. Mm. Mm. He comes back in a pretty fun, spectacular story with Chip Zdarsky. Question number three. Who is the fan that is credited with inspiring Spider-Man's symbiote costume? And a bonus question, or bonus point, will be, what were they compensated for the idea? Would you like multiple choice? I need multiple choice. Is it A, Grant Curtis? B, Gregory Karras? C, Nicholas Pepin? Or D, Randy Schuler? All right, Dan, what did you write down? Randy Schuler, and I believe he was paid $200. Mark? I guessed Greg Karras, which is wrong, but I guessed $500 for the amount. It was Randy Schuler, and it was $220, which I'll say is correct for Dan. So that is six points for Dan. Here we go. Here comes the comeback. <laughs> so speaking of your I got Patreon, a long way to go, yeah. <laughs> speaking of your Patreon, Amazing Spider-Man 248, which is often referenced on your podcast, and you did you had the amazing commission for the art print made, which was a lost page that Dan wrote, that anybody who subscribes to your Patreon can get two of these prints every year, and they're awesome. I have one on display over here. I have another collection of them started in, in uh, my art portfolio, well worth the price of admission, which I believe is uh, $10 a month, unless you want the color, which is $20 a month. And then maybe we could also talk about your Slack channel later on. In this issue, the kid who collects Spider-Man, Spidey meets a young fan. What is this fan's name? Well, I know this one. I have it. His first name. Or their first name. What if we gave both? Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you still get three points. Uh, Mark, what did you guess? <laughs> Tim Harrison. I said Tim Harrison as well. Three points for both of you. In Amazing Spider-Man 229, the story Nothing Can Stop the Juggernaut, Madam Web attempts to reach out to two superhero teams to help Spidey stop the Juggernaut. Which two teams did she reach out to? I have it. I have it as well. Okay, Mark, what did you guess? Avengers and X-Men. Dan, what did you I guess? Said Avengers and, I said Avengers and X-Men as well. I have the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. Oh! That's probably right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are making me second guess myself. After that villain round. This next one is a two-part question. You get points for each part. In 1989, fans noticed that Peter Parker's home address was revealed over two issues of Amazing Spider-Man. This address was real, and the family living there started to receive mail addressed to Peter Parker and Spider-Man. The first part of the question, what issues revealed this, this address? And the second part of the question, what is the surname of the family who lived at that address? I just read this story the other day, but I don't remember. You know, the for some reason, Mark, I thought this was one that there's one more on here, Mark, that I really hope you get excited about. But this one was for some reason one I thought you were going to be into. Was it a Amazing Spider-Man 297 and 298? Was it B Amazing Spider-Man 303 and 304? 
Is it C, Amazing Spider-Man 317 and 318? Or is it D, Amazing Spider-Man 324 and 325? I should and have done this. Part two but... of the question, the family surname who lived there. Was it A, the Ditko family? B, the Riley family? C, the Fitzpatrick family? Or D, the Parker family? Okay, Dan, what two issues did you pick? I said C. 317 and 318. Mark? I also said 317, 318. You're both right. That's one point. And then, Mark, who did you guess as the family surname who lived there? This was the stab in the dark. I wrote C. Fitzpatrick. And Dan? I also said C. Fitzpatrick. It was the Parker family. They think that they literally just went through the yellow pages and found like uh, whoever was living in the, like an address that was the Parker's. Mm, that's so wild. That's one point for each of you for that question. Moving on to question number seven. In 1975, Marvel released the album Rock Reflections of a Superhero, a rock opera with interludes that featured a story narrated by Stan Lee. There are several bangers on this album, but which of the following is not a song on that record? A. Spider-Man Save Me. B. Peter Stays and Spider-Man Goes. C. No One's Got a Crush on Peter. D. A Soldier Starts to Bleed, or E, Square Boy? I know I know two of them because they're actual bangers, but I, the others I'm not sure about. Mark, what did you guess? This was a dart throw. I wrote C, No One Has a Crush on Peter. Dan? I said A, Spider-Man Save Me. Dan, you are correct. And Mark, No One's Got a Crush on Peter is like the best song on the album. I'm oh my kidding. god! It's really, oh. it's really fun though. Now, Spider-Man uh, Save Me was is a is a song that I and I got off Napster a lifetime ago, and it was uh, <laughs> Michael Graves who was a, a lead singer of Misfits after Glenn Danzig left, and I don't think that song's ever come out officially, but I'll send it to you guys after after we're finished here today. In uh, 1965, uh, Peter Stay and Spider-Man Goes is is like another banger. That one's really fun. It's pretty good, and I, I also like Square Boy. You know, Mark, I've got a CD of it. I'm happy to send it to you, if okay, you uh, okay. as well for you to check All right. out. Fair enough. <laughs> Question number eight. In 1965, Esquire magazine had a back to college issue that featured 28 people who count. Spidey made the list at number 28 of the following who did not appear on the list. Was it a Malcolm X? B JFK? C, James Bond, or D, Federico Fellini? I'm scared of the answer to this. Well, Dan, what was your answer? I said A, Malcolm X. And Mark? I said B, JFK. It was D, Federico Fellini. Did Did not appear on the list. JFK was dead. How does he count? He's dead. <laughs> I don't know. He was number one. No, I'm sorry. JFK was number three. Malcolm X was number one. Oh, good. Wow. So I was redeemed. Mark, I had you squarely in mind for this one. Oh, God. On June 5th, 1987, Stanley officiated a wedding between Spider-Man and Mary Jane, and it took place at Shea Stadium before a baseball game. What two teams were playing against each other in this game? That's oh. the first question. And then the bonus points is there are there were six Marvel characters who attended the wedding. And I'll give you one point for each character you can guess. 
Would you like multiple choice, Mark? Yeah, I need multiple. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, a, the Mets versus the Pirates. B, the Yankees versus the Phillies. C, the Mets versus the Yankees. Or D, the Mets versus the Brewers. I mean, if you don't know the, the six guests, you can maybe guess six characters who they would have had at the wedding at Shea Stadium. All right, Mark. What is your guess for the two teams that played? It's A, Mets, Pirates. That's what I said as well. Okay, you were right. The Mets won five to one. Okay. 87, they were, you know, almost almost a playoff team. Go on. That's right. So you each get one point. And then did you guess what six Marvel characters attended the wedding? I have uh, Firestar, Captain America, Hulk, Iceman, Thor, and Iron Man. Okay, Dan? I have Cap, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, and Mr. Fantastic. Okay. It was Hulk... Captain America, Iceman, Firestar, the Green Goblin, and Doctor Doom. Mark, you guessed four of those. Dan, you guessed two. That was a generous invite list to bring on <laughs> Doctor Doom and the Green Goblin. All right, we are about to enter round five. Uh, Mark, you are still in the lead with one ninety-three. Dan, you have one sixty-six. There's still plenty of questions to catch up. Round five is the voice of Spidey. For this round, I will name five TV shows or movies that feature Peter Parker, Spider-Man. There are no multiple choices since three of these individuals have appeared on your podcast. One point if you can name the actor and another point if you can name one other project they've acted in. Does that all sound clear? That sounds great. Sure. Okay, great. Uh, Well, let's start with Spider-Man 1967 on ABC. Who played Peter Parker and name another project they were in? They were a guest on your centennial issue or episode 200. I can't think of his name, but I know what else he's done. Yeah, same. <laughs> he uh, also claimed that walloping web snappers were, was only used on that TV show. Although it feels like that would have come in during Spider-Verse at some point. Okay, are you ready? Sure. His name was Paul Souls. Hmm. What other projects did he appear in? Dan. Uh, I said Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And do you know what his character's name was? Herbie the Elf. Or Hermie the Elf. Is it Hermie or Herbie? It's It's Hermie. It's Hermie. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Yes. One point for each of you. Question number two. The Amazing Spider-Man on CBS 1977 through 1979. He was a guest on your podcast. I believe it was... Episode nine of season three. What is his name and what other project has he acted in? You guys are ready? Mark, you can go first. <laughs> Dan only <You>, interviewed him. <laughs> sorry. Did, uh, do you know another project that he was in? Uh, uh, I don't. Dan? I'm I'm drawing a blank for some reason. I want to say his name is Peter, and he was in Sound of Music, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes, yes. a bunch of stuff, and and it's late in the night, and I can't remember his name. Okay, you get one point, and his name is Nicholas Hammond. Ah, uh, of course it is. 
Question number three, Spider-Man, the animated series, 1994 to 1998. He was a guest on your podcast along with John Semter, the, the creator, the showrunner. What is his name and what other project has he been in? I'm terrible at this. Whenever you're ready, Dan. Uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes, and mm, he's in The Little right. Mermaid. Mark? I didn't have his name, but he was in The Brady Bunch as uh, Greg. That's right. Two points for Dan, one point for Mark. Spider-Man, the new animated series, 2003 on MTV. Who played Peter Parker? And what other projects have they been in? They have not been a guest. Mark, you want to go first? Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. Dan? That's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> Two points each. And but the I'll, final I'll question. Say, Her- Harold and Kumar go to White Castle to, to bring And How I Met Your Mother how was I another met your one. Mother. Yeah. Okay, question number five, final question, then we're in our last round. Who played Peter Parker in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and one other project that they've been in? It's not a trick. If you can name a, uh, an actor who played Peter Parker, it counts. Mark. I have Chris Pine and the Star Trek reboot as uh, Kirk. Dan. That's exactly what I wrote. Two points each. Perfect. All right, Mark, you're still pretty well ahead, but we're in the final uh, round, uh, oh, man. which is round Sinister Six. Let's talk spider talk. It's going to be so weird. It's going to be so weird when we edit out the villain round and no one understands why I'm in the lead right now. (laughs) 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 Okay. So these are all questions that are about your, you and your podcast. So these are uh, hopefully uh, a little more personal for you and not all of these will be number one. Mark, do you listen? (laughs) no (laughs) okay these are not uh, some of these will be multiple choice not all of them the first one is not I want you to each name uh, the other's first issue of Amazing Spider-Man the first one that you bought or that your co-host bought whenever you're ready Dan uh, you can go first what what is Mark's first issue of Amazing Spider-Man I believe it's 296. Mark, is that correct? That is correct. Mark, what is Dan's first issue of Amazing Spider-Man? ASM 375. You guys are both right. Look at us. We are getting Uh, married after. (laughs) You both get three points for that. Dan, who is Mark's favorite rogue? And do you need multiple choice? I don't think so. I think his favorite rogue is Dr. Octopus. I have Mysterio based off your biography on the website. Oh, oh fair uh, enough. Uh, uh, uh. I know he loves Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to him because I've talked about that. Do- give it to him. Okay. Just give it okay. to him. All right. okay. <laughs> at the very least, I think Doc- I, at the very least, I think Dr. Octopus is, he thinks is Spider-Man's like greatest villain. Yeah. Got it. All right, Mark, what is Dan's? Oh, man. I'm going to say Venom. I have Hobgoblin. Oh, right. It is Hobgoblin. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Don't give me points. 
Uh oh. And, and if you had asked for multiple, and if you'd asked for multiple choice, rec rap would have been one of the options. <laughs> Getting a little more personal. Dan, what is Mark's birthday? Oh, it was just the other day. August, let's say August 14th. Mark, when's your birthday? August 3rd. Mm. Mark, when is Dan's birthday? It was just the other day. Uh, 22nd. Dan, when's your birthday? That's my mother's birthday, actually. Uh, (laughs) July... Partial credit. <laughs> <laughs> July seventeenth. Oh man, I almost said or whenever. Fa- whenever Facebook says. Speaking of whatever Facebook says, Mark, when is Dan's wedding anniversary? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> June fourteenth. Dan, when is your wedding anniversary? See that I need to know that for it to count. No, it's uh, June tenth. Oh, that's right. I'm close. <laughs> that's when, pretty when good. When is Mark's? I, and Dan, I'll what just is Mark's outright say I, I have absolutely no clue what Mark's wedding anniversary is. Mark, what's your wedding anniversary? I have no clue. No, uh, November twenty <laughs> fourth. Also, my to, brother's to my, birthday. To, <laughs> to, to my credit, Mark was in my wedding. I was not around when Mark came. <laughs> I just Mark, thought I was in Maryland years, in June. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very comfortable. Mark, over the years, Dan has written for several publications, two of them being The Village Voice and The Hollywood Reporter. Which of the following is not an article that Dan has written? Is it A, Why Steve Ditko Didn't Look Back? Is it B, Four things the MCU has gotten right about Peter Parker and four things they have gotten wrong. Is it C, why Spider-Man means so much? Or is it D, Spider-Verse and why it's time to let Peter Parker grow up? Which article did Dan not write? I'm going to say B. Dan, which article did you not write? Honestly, I thought I wrote all of this. You did not write. You did not write B. You are correct, Mark. Four things the MCU has gotten right about Peter Parker, and four things they have gotten wrong. Well, so Dan, in 2017, Mark published a book, "100 Things Spider-Man Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die." Beautiful book, right yeah. here. And I, I have read it cover to cover. Well, then, can you let me know which of the following is not a chapter in the book? Is it A, Best of Frenemies, Peter Parker and Harry Osborn? Is it B, Spider-Man Beats the Comics Code? Is it C, Jerry Conway, Prodigy Turned Villain? Or is it D, Listen to the Amazing Spider-Man Podcast? I'm sorry, the Amazing Spider-Talk Podcast. I want to say it's C, Jerry Conway, Prodigy Turned Villain. Mark, which of those is not a chapter in your book? Can you name the first two again? Because C is a chapter. <laughs> okay. Best of Frenemies, Peter Parker and Harry Osborn. And B, Spider-Man Beats the Comics Code. It's A, right? I don't even remember. It is A. Okay, yeah. You did have a chapter called Best Frenemies Forever, which was about Spider-Man and the Human Torch. Right. But... Got it. I know how much you love Spectacular Spider-Man 200. Yes. And so you could have easily written a chapter called Best of Frenemies. 
But we have we have an episode of our show called Best of Frenemies, don't we? It's about Amazing Spider-Man 200. I'm sorry, Spectacular Spider-Man 200. All right. <laughs> sorry, Mark. It's okay. I barely remembered myself. <laughs> we have two questions left. You're going to get 18 points? <laughs> or no, 22 <laughs> points? <laughs> well, this one will be worth five points if you can if you get it. And then the next one, there will be, you'll, you'll see in a second when we get to it. But since, since Spider Talk began with issue, se- uh, issue seven of Superior Spider-Man, there have been several artists and writers who have worked on the title. I would like you to name the top four of each writer and artist in terms of how many issues they worked on of both Amazing and Superior and Mark, the annuals do count. I will give you a list of 10 names writers and then 10 names of artists and then i want you to list in order who wrote the most at number one and who wrote the least at number four and who drew the most at number one and then who drew the most at number four for the writers in alphabetical order we have ed brisson christos gage patrick gleason jed mckay matthew rosenberg dan slott nick spencer Kelly Thomas, Thompson, Zeb Wells, and Cody Ziegler. Top four in order of most to least amount written. And when you're ready, Dan, we'll okay. move on to the artist. I'm ready when you are. Okay. For the artist, we have Mark Bagley, Giuseppe Comancoli, Marcelo Ferreira, Patrick Leeson, Stuart Imonian, Ed McGinnis, Ryan Otley, Umberto Ramos, John Romita Jr., and Ryan Stegman. Can you repeat that uh, one more time? Mark Bagley, Giuseppe Comancoli, Mark Marcelo Ferreira, Patrick Leeson, Stuart Amonian, Ed McGinnis, Ryan Otley, Umberto Ramos, John Romita Jr., and Ryan Stegman. All right. Dan, why don't you give your writers first? All right, in this order, Slot, Spencer, Gage, Wells. Okay, Mark? I have Slot, Spencer, Wells, Gage. Mark, you are correct. Five points. Dan Slot wrote 96. Did co-writing count or no? If they co-wrote, I would have given I would have tallied it as an issue, so it would have counted. So it would be Dan Slot at 96, Nick Spencer at 82. Zeb Wells at 33, and then Christos Gage at 14. And Mark, why don't you give the list of uh, artists? Yeah, this was tough for me. I said Camo, Bagley, Ramos, Ramita Jr. Okay, Dan? I said uh, Ramos, Camo, Bagley, Eminem. Okay, you were both wrong at number two with 24 issues. Ryan Otley at number three with 19 issues and then Ramita Jr. and Bagley were tied for number four with 17. So I would have accepted either in that order. It's a very final question of the, of the, of the trivia. Thank you guys for bearing with me on this. <laughs> you will get one point for every answer you get correct. Oh Jesus. And Mark, you were in the lead. So we're going to alternate. We're going to go back and forth. Each of you will make a guess. Early on in the podcast, you compiled a list of 30 essential comics that every Spider fan should read. I'll give you one point for each correct answer if you can name 10 of these stories from your co-host list. 
So, Mark, you're guessing what of the 15 titles Dan put up, what 10 of them are. And, Dan, you're going to guess what 15 titles Mark did. And uh, we'll do 10 of them, and you'll get one point per, per question. Unless, oh, Mark, if you want to make this interesting, since Dan is down by... It looks like he's down no, by... I'm not making this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we could weight it a little differently. No! But, uh, Mark, <laughs> so, Mark, you go first. Uh, ASM 248 Kitty Collects. That's right. Dan? Um, Spider-Man No More? That's right. Mark? The Final Battle ASM 40? That is right. The Goblin Unmasked. Okay, Dan? The Nothing Can Stop the Juggernaut? That's right. Mark? No One Dies. Numbers are escaping me right now. Six, uh, six, six, whatever that is. The slot, um, Marcos Martin one. I have that as being your choice. Oh, your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I picked Spider Island. <laughs> Is Spider Island his? <laughs> we'll find out. You can guess it next if you want, Dan. Web of Death. That's right. What? I picked that? Be, wow. I'm so you weird. You picked Amazing mm-hmm. Spider-Man uh, 397, 398, and Spectacular 220 through 221. Mm-hmm. Web of Death. All right, Mark. You want to guess another one of Dan's? Spider Island. <laughs> No, I have that as, as a story that you put on the list. You let me have two slot stories? What's wrong with you, Dan? I thought we would have split that out. You went out. first. Oh you went God. first. Oh, my God. <laughs> do All right, do Dan. I get a point if I say Spider Island? <laughs> you do not. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll choose a Marvel 2-in-1 annual number two. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So speaking of that, for somebody who doesn't think annuals count, Mark, you sure do pick a lot of annuals of stories that count. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Dan, or Mark, rather. I remember it was that spectacular, if, if, if we were monsters, I don't remember the number, though. Here there be monsters. I'll give you that. Spectacular Spider-Man 14. There you go. Dan? Is to be an Avenger one, annual number three? It is not, but it, it was listed as one that Mark thought about putting on the list, but he didn't officially put it on the list. <laughs> Which was another time where I was like, Mark, I thought you said the annuals don't count. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're really adding up over here. Mark. Oh, well. What are the, what are the dumb stories that Dan thinks matters? Uh, <laughs> uh, 500. I do not have 500 on the list. Oh, man. How about the, the Venom suit saga? Can you be more specific? The black suit saga? Oh, so the, like Amazing two- Spider-Man 252? Homecoming? That's right. Uh, Hobgoblin Saga, 238. I do not have that on Dan's list. What the? But I do have, Dan, Dan, you did pick to be an Avenger ASM uh, Annual 3. Got it. Okay. Is that because the Hobgoblin Saga is on Mark's list? It is not on Mark's list. (laughs) Wow. Look at us. This This is a malpractice. Well, uh, you guys had several titles that you didn't put on the list because you had previously discussed them and you didn't want to discuss them again. Annual one. That's a Dan one for sure. Amazing annual one? Yes. No. Dan, what did we Uh, do? What about about the wedding issue? For Mark? Annual 21? Yes. No. Mm. 
But for Dan, annual 21. <laughs> uh, no, Dan did not pick that one. All right, Dan? I mean, I, I know another one that Mark has left off the list uh, for me, but I'm trying to think of one for Mark, like from various er- uh How about the death of Gwen Stacy? No, we didn't do that one. You did not do that one. Okay. All right, Mark, you have two more. This is hard. So many years ago. It's like I'm the only one over here listening to old episodes of the podcast. I think so. I can name a few of mine, but, uh, you know. I know I, I know one of, at least one of mine that you haven't named yet, but <laughs> unless I'm confusing it, because there was, there was like one point where we were like, well, we should split them up. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Marvel 2 and 1. You were like, I ain't touching that one. I, 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 I'm out of guesses. All right. Dan, any, any last guesses? Uh, Spider-Man versus Wolverine? Nope. I mean, I can go through. I can go through a couple more. Like, I know that we did, uh, like the final chapter, Master Planner, and 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 Spider-Man No More. I think found their way on there. I thought we did do Master Planner. We were like, oh, that's clearly you know. I yeah, thought- I think that was crazy. But I think Spider-Man No More found its way on there. Spider-Man No More did not find its way on there. But oh, I'm going to go okay. ahead and just read through the ones that I have. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They do. But Mark, you guessed that one. That was your first guess, I think, Dan. Yeah, you Mark guessed that earlier. Yeah. I remember the, the the second Venom arc was on there. Yep. From me. Mark picked Return of Venom. Re- the Commuter Cometh. To have and to hold that amazing Sensational Spider-Man annual number one. Amazing Spider-Man 17 through 19, the original end of Spider-Man. Mm. Spectacular Spider-Man 35. Heroes Don't Cry. And then Spectacular Spider-Man 200 Best of Enemies was Mark's list. Dan, you did Rage of the Rhino. Doomed Affairs, which was that layover issue with uh, Mary Jane and and Spider-Man. Learning Curve, Ultimate Spider-Man 8 through 12. Spider-Man and the Human Torch by Dan Slott. Unscheduled Stop. All My Past Remembered. Civil War. The Roger Stern Black Cat story in Amazing Spider-Man 226 and 227. Spider-Man The Lost Years. Ultimate Spider-Man Death of Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man number one. And then Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine. Oh, wow. We just did that. And with that, Mark, it sounds like your Amazing (laughs) Fantasy 15 is safe for one more year. Uh, Your uh, final score is 213, Mark. I won! I'm coming for you, Mark. I'm coming for you. Oh my God, that was. I this feels like a like a 15 round fight, and and we're both just like, ah, God, what were we doing for the last 15 rounds? <laughs> Ended up being a bit more of a gauntlet than I had in mind. So thank you guys for bearing with it, oh both my you God. and the listeners. Well, thank you, Tristan. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and really uh, shows like. One, how quickly you forget something over 400 episodes. And two, how bad recall is in the human (laughs) brain when put on the spot. This was a lot of fun, Tristan. And thanks for all the hard work that went into putting this together. I'm sure even on the multiple choice that we didn't get, there were clever answers we never heard. So I'm sure a lot of hard work went into this. Tristan, do you want to tell everybody at home a little bit about like your process and how much like work you put into this? Because like... One, it should be evident, but two, I think it's worth noting. Yeah, well, you know, Dan, you had approached me 
uh, months ago and asked if I would be interested in, in sort of hosting this. Uh, I've never done a trivia competition before, either like hosting it or, or coming up with the questions in the format. So, which I think would probably be a little evident by, um, by tonight's game. But so I started months ago, just re-listening to old episodes of Spider Talk. I, I was mentioning to you guys before the show that uh, once I set the Guinness record uh, a couple years ago, I started reading through every issue of Spider-Man in publication order. So, you know, across all ongoing and miniseries and one shots and, and, and sort of all that. And so once I caught up with your podcast at Superior Spider-Man number seven, I then would read the issues and then listen to your, your podcast alongside it. And then as time was getting closer to tonight's recording, I ended up sort of just binging your podcast over the past month or so, and ultimately the last two weeks listening to it at 1.75 speed. So I've had a lot of Mark and Dan in my ear for the past uh, couple months, frankly, and I'm sure my wife will be happy to uh, not hear your voices emanating from the, the bathroom when I'm in the shower or, or when I'm doing the dishes or, or, or whatever. So I, you know, I, I wanted to try to make it personal toward your podcast, so a lot of the questions were things you you discussed on the podcast and and sort of... To your point, though, 400 episodes is a, a long time, and, and Mark clearly doesn't listen to it. So um, <laughs> he's at a bit of a disadvantage there. First of all, the real winner is you because you're free from listening to us now, and you're free to unsubscribe and, and all of that stuff. But, but why would um, I? I, I am curious though. Yeah. To that point, I am curious as a listener. I mean, you came on listening to the show, I think, what, three or four years ago? a little bit longer than that, but like, what's it been like? Cause Mark and I can reflect on 400 episodes and what that means to us. But I'm curious for you as a listener, what you have kind of witnessed transpire now that you've been listening back and been with us for so long. I'm, I'm curious to get your reflections. Well, I think that the, the, the number one takeaway that I have had while listening specifically to the older episodes and then now through like the, the current episodes as I'm sort of listening to both is your friendship developing and clearly how close the two of you are and sort of how you, you started as not necessarily strangers, but, you know, I don't even think you had met when you had first started the podcast, right, in person. I think you'd only met over the Internet. So sort of hearing your friendship grow and sort of, you know, Mark, you going to Dan's wedding and and sort of all that has been a pretty special thing um, that I don't think either of you lose sight of, but you, I also hope you don't. So it, it's been really interesting kind of like, hearing that relationship be fostered. I've also, the other interesting takeaway for me, Mark, is that, you know, I've, I hang out with Dan socially and we have mutual friends and, you know, I see him not as often as I think we'd like, but, you know, fairly regularly. And tonight's the first time I've ever met you. <laughs> like, I mean, like we're, I think we're Facebook friends and, and sort of through, through uh, Dan here and there. Right. But, uh, so I, I was telling Dan the other day how listening to your podcast, I often feel like I, I already know you, but you have no idea who the hell I am. You know, so like, um, you know discussing sort of, again, going back to the early on episodes, because that's what's freshest in my mind right now, when you started running and sort of how, you know, that personal fitness has kind of factored into your routine and become such a big part of your life. And I was like, oh, I've, I've started working out. I'm trying to lose weight too. Oh, just like Mark, it's going to be great. And it's like, but, but that's a connection I have to you that that is not, you know, reciprocated, you know, the other way. So it's, it's been a pretty interesting experience for me to like, again, I feel so close to Dan. And when I listen to him, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to him talk when we're hanging out, but I feel like you're always there too. You know, it's, it's, it's been pretty interesting to kind of do this exercise on my end. 
I, I appreciate that. I, I've generally found in life that, you know, the more people get to know me, the more that they don't want to hang out with me. So this, 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 <laughs> you know, that, that just warms my heart here. So, you know, like keep, keep that image of me in your mind fresh, uh, but don't actually get to know me because then it'll all change and you'll be like, what is, who is this guy? What, what's going on with him? He, he says Daniel's so count and then he counts them. What is this nonsense? <laughs> I feel like if I've, if I've, if I've uh, made it through about, 600 hours of listening to you talk at this point it'd be pretty tough to not like you i mean it would be like attaching our friendship with a rivet gun right dan or uh yeah to to that point mark and 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 i don't know if you echo these sentiments like we have such a natural rapport like uh, over the internet but when we're in person together which you and i have hung out i don't know maybe a dozen times like that might even be generous it is a little awkward because I'm so used to having this kind of artifice between us, you know, uh, of the internet that I'm like, Oh, should I just be talking like nonstop to Mark? Like we're performing, but we're not like, so like silence gets to actually creep in when I stop talking, (laughs) but which is almost never, but it, it is a little bit different and it's an unusual friendship in person, weirdly enough. I, at least that's my read on it. I don't know if you have a similar feeling, Mark. I don't know if it's, a, I mean, I think we're both naturally awkward people in a way, but, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I <laughs> it, 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 It's different. It's different. Like th- th- there is something to like having this show as a like vessel for our friendship, uh, so to speak. So, no anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. You come to find out, I'm a never nude. No. Uh, but uh, 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 400 episodes, it's pretty cool. I mean, we just celebrated 10 years, which feels like somehow the bigger achievement. There is, there is something to thinking like, we, that's about 40 episodes a year that we're doing. And that's a pretty like strict output uh, that like we managed to pull off. And it's something I'm really proud of. You know, 400 episodes over 50 years would be nothing to scoff at either. But like there's something to the regularity that we've hit this number without really gassing it and doing like fake in between episodes like we we really put out something of substance at, uh, like every week, every other week. And that's something I'm immensely proud of. Is this where I'm supposed to say something? Sure, if you have any reflections. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> reflections? To your other statement, I mean, yeah, like I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, what, 10th anniversary, how do we make it 10 years? Obviously, it was the, 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 the dynamic and the chemistry. But like 400 episodes is, you know, many things can last 10 years all you got to do is stay in it for 10 years. But like 400 episodes is a lot is work. You know, we, we have both seen tremendous life changes over the span of these 400 episodes between, you know, children and family and other houses and apartments and all that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I think at the end of the day, this is something that you know, yes, we're passionate about, but it's also important to us. We want to see this show continue to thrive, to to go on. I mean, you know, having such a good friend in you, Dan, certainly is an incentive to keep doing it. But like, I think at the end of the day, like we could continue to be friends and not have this show, like you said, every week. But we, we, we do this show because we have a purpose with this show. We like doing it and it means something to us. And, you know, I joked about 
way back and we constantly refer to it like don't call me in five years or whatever but the fact of the matter is like <laughs> you know this will go until you know there is a f- real physical reason why i can't go no more at this point and and you know we will just keep churning out episodes because we love it we love our listeners we love the connections we make with folks like tristan and you know like viva la amazing spider talk you know that's all i can say well put. Yeah. I mean, friendship is really at the heart of it. And, 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 and that's the people you meet along the way. I, I don't know without this platform, I would have met Tristan and we become close friends. Um, people who, uh, are listening to this don't know that, uh, Alex Galucky is also on the line here with us, our editor, and he's become a good friend and part of the team. Uh, o- over the past year or so that he's been with us. It's a growing family, whether that be on the Slack or whatever. Like I've gotten so close to so many people, whether they were contributors to the website back in the day when we were writing content or whatever. Like I, I, I find it a growing venture of meeting like-minded, rational comics readers who care about the same things that I do. And that, that is an incredible amount of value and, and meaning to me. And I, I can't wait to keep sharing it with more and more and more people <laughs> until comics are obsolete and no one's thinking about them anymore. And we've, we've run out of things to talk about. Cheers to everybody. 400 episodes. What, what a, what a celebration. Here's to 400 more. Are we going to make it to a thousand? I have to like gamify that out <laughs> with our lifespan. But every time we hit one of these things uh, is a, like a, a celebration and something really exciting that we've managed to do so much. And I, I will stick by every episode that we put out as something I'm deeply, immensely proud of. So and, and that means a lot to me. We want to take this home, Dan, <laughs> before I let's fall, do it. Let's take I fall it home at my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dan, it is time, time for all good things to come to an end. So we want to say thank you to you, the listeners and viewers, for tuning into this episode of The Amazing Spider Talk. Plus, an extra special thanks to Tristan Matthews for being such an excellent host on today's show. Thanks again, Tristan, for 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 putting this all together and making our 400th episode so special. Um, if people want to find out more about you or read about your achievements in collectibles, what can they do? I don't think there's much of a of an imprint out there. You can find me on Instagram, Cabins in the Air, if you would like to. Uh, otherwise, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not very uh, a very public personality, so I don't really have anything to plug here. But congratulations, guys! Uh, what an achievement! This is great. Thank you again, Tristan. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, This podcast exists because of listener support on Patreon, of which Tristan is one. So he can he can vouch for it for only three dollars and ninety nine cents a month. You can help support our show's existence while getting early episodes, including the reviews that we do the same week. The comics release exclusive artwork and a ton of other bonuses. We want to say a thank you to everyone who supports us and the work that we do without you. We would never have reached 400 episodes. 
To download our earliest episodes, including interviews with legendary creators like JMD, Tom DeFalco, Ron Friends, Mark Bagley, David Michelinie, and more, and trust us, as we keep adding more and more Centennial uh, episodes, that means 100 more in this feed. That is Amazing Spider Talk Back Issues Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, this podcast would never exist or have made it to 400 episodes without the hard work of our amazing team. That means this episode was edited by Rick Coase. The video version of the show is available on YouTube and was edited by Alex Galucki. Our artwork comes handcrafted by artists Ron Friend, Sal Buscema, and Nick Cagnetti. Our theme songs were produced by Ryland Bojack, Tony Thaxon, and Spider-Madge. Our animated intro was created and performed by Josh Sutton. And again, a special thank you to Tristan Matthews for creating our awesome uh, trivia game this week. So, Mark... Until it's revealed that our podcast is actually a delivery device for a genetic matrix that will make all of our listeners believe they are actually Aunt May. What's our motto? With great podcasts, there must also come the amazing spider talk. To 400 more. I need a nap.